A good day and welcome to episode 84 of the Plus One Player Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Steve, and I'm joined this week by the Empress of Stardew Valley, Christine. Hello, Christine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing swell. It's been a busy week, and we got a lot to talk about, so I'm excited. And this week, we're joined by the man who's, you know, he's just happy to be back, Matt O'Neill. How are you, Matt? (laughs) Oh, always happy to be back, Steve. Oh, and we're always happy to have you back. It's a great week. It's been E3, excitement in the air, snarky tweets abound. It's been a busy week, and we got a lot to talk about. But other than the excitement of E3, which we'll get to, how has your week's been? I'm ready for this school year to end. I don't blame you. <laughs> really, really fucking done. How, how long is June? My God. <laughs> I got wine tonight. Yes. See, without Cheers to you, without Matt the yeah, without the lore connoisseur, we need somebody to be sipping on the wine. Running the, the wine. Chardonnay. <laughs> Tonight it's the rose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. I can understand you definitely wanting that summer vacation. I can imagine hanging out with kids all day is a taxing endeavor. So yeah, why do people have them? It's a great question. <laughs> we'll never really know the answer. <laughs> My guess, no offense to tax parents. breaks. That's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah, and that does give me a job, but still. I'm <laughs> done by mystery. June. <laughs> yeah. And Matt O, how are you doing this week? Pretty good. I'm actually off this week. Oh, to, nice. Took a week to myself. And, um, that's always good. I'm watching my friend's dogs, so that's fun. Oh, what kind of dogs are they? They're like pit bull boxer mixes, right? Yeah, oh, so they're so cute. Like so they're literally just balls of adorable energy. energy yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Very them. affectionate, but they're like Insane. violently affectionate. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, if you ever stop petting me, I will find you. <laughs> like they like literally dogpile. Like I sat down on the couch and they just like dogpile you and just force you down and like lick you and like both of them licking me in the face at the same time and i'm like i yep. can't breathe like i'm I, I, just, like, I love you guys but this is this is a bit much like i just is, like, got home one step away from yeah. being mauled except it's just with like licks <laughs> it's just it's, it's just happy mauling yeah no it sounds like a, a fun time though and I, I i like that you i'm the same way i take a week to myself in the summer usually usually i do like two weeks this year i'm just doing 10 days Mostly because mm-hmm. I'm trying to spread out some vacation time, but summertime off is the best because the possibilities are endless. You can just go outside, have a nice day, or if it's a shitty day out, you can just sit inside and play games all day long. Yep, and no one can tell you otherwise. Exactly, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. your vacation and you can do whatever the hell you want with it. And hell so yeah. you'll notice that you know Matt is absent. Manny is absent, and Manny's where's Manny? You gotta watch. Like, I apologize to some of the listeners because I think there's like pretty much like a, a bird nest. Like, I the only way I can describe it is it's in my wall, <laughs> and my only thought is Matt and Manny have worked together to place this bird nest there. It's a conspiracy, the likes of which these eyes have never seen. <laughs> I am bound to get to the bottom of it, but that's why they're both not here. They're avoiding me like the plague because they know I'm on to them. So mm. until then. I'm going to have to keep the house clean because there's bird shit everywhere. So please follow <laughs> oh us on social God. media. We're at plus one player on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash plus one player. So go check out all of our social media sites to stay up to date with what's going on in the website, which is plus one player.com. So there you'll find all of our articles, all of our podcast links, our videos as well. And of course, links to Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash plus one player and links to the discord 
which is a great community and we'd love to have you. We're having great conversations. But of course, we don't want to have you talking with us if you're racist. In that case, I'm going to put a bird nest under your bed and they're going to chirp all night long. And that's what you're going to have to deal with because it's annoying as fuck. And that's what you deserve. So go join the community if you're not racist and you want to talk awesome video games with some great people. We'd love to have you. After all that, if you've enjoyed the content, if you've enjoyed hanging out in Discord, think I'm on heading on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. If you're feeling generous, throw us a buck or two, because every single dollar you give us goes right back to the show to make it the best podcast it can possibly be. We have an amazing group of supporters, and we would love it if you would join that group. And of course, can't finish up housekeeping without mentioning the biggest Patreon supporter, the sponsor of the show, Nerdiest Brands. And I'm actually going to tell you about that right now because the show is a little bit different because it's jam-packed full of E3 goodness, so there's not going to be segments. So let's just talk to you all about the awesome nerdy gear you can get at nerdiestbrands.com. So if you want some awesome hoodies, t-shirts, stickers, hats, wallets, anything you can think of with your favorite nerdy branding. So if you want... Overwatch, Marvel, DC, Power Rangers, all the good stuff. Head on over to nerdiestbrands.com. That's nerdiest, N-E-R-D-I-O-U-S, brands.com. And you'll get some amazing nerdy gear from vendors and designers from all over the world. So go check them out. They're awesome. And with that, the house is clean. And like I had kind of alluded to, this episode is pretty much just going to be all E3. It's no beginning, middle, and end segment like we normally do because we've had a ton of stuff that came out over the past few days. The biggest gaming event of the year, as it is every some year. Some sort of convention or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like all these people gathered from around the world to talk about video games. And so we have a ton of stuff to talk about. There were some great press conferences. Naturally, we'll probably mention the absence of Sony, what kind of impact that had, how they look now that the conferences are kind of done, and what we thought of basically how they all played out and see if Sony actually made the right move. Uh, but honestly, like, tons of amazing games got announced. Shocking release dates, I will say. <laughs> there were a lot of games. I was yeah. not expecting to get yeah, even a release really. window, and they're just like, here's a date. So we'll see how long those actually all stick. But so much to talk about. So let's just kind of start off with general feelings, general thoughts on how you thought E3 has gone. So we'll start with Christine. What were some of your thoughts on the convention as a whole this year? So I didn't get to watch every single segment, obviously, or every developer. But from the stuff that I did watch, I really enjoyed. Overall, a lot of cool things, a lot of new interesting games that I would have never heard of otherwise. Oh, yeah. Um, which I'm going to talk about later on. A lot of great moments and a lot of and a couple of disappointing ones mm-hmm. for me as well. But overall, I enjoyed what I saw and have heard. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all right, I guess. I mean, the the abundance of release dates was pretty neat. Like, actually having some concrete. Yes. I mean, not really concrete, but, like, you know, something <laughs> yeah. something in writing in regards to, like, when some of these are going to be coming out. That's pretty cool. There's some pretty neat things coming out. Uh, a lot of it is stuff, like, I kind of already knew about, though. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot. Of, there weren't a lot of surprises, I guess I could say. I mean, yeah, like, you know, cameos. 
Now I have to ask, was it, was it a lot of stuff that you knew about prior to, like, the leaks that came out over the past week or so? Or was this stuff that you kind of knew because of those leaks? Uh, that, I Definitely a few, a lot, most of it's, like, I feel is prior to that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Like, like, we all knew Star Wars Yeah, we all knew Cyber, we all knew Star Wars, we all knew Cyberpunk, we all knew Halo was coming out. We all knew yep. they are going to say something about, you know, Project Scarlet. We kind of, we basically, everything they said about Scarlet is something like, oh, yeah, you know, didn't oh yeah, that's you actually, knew that right? Like that's one of my disappointments. That yeah, we're talking about uh, yeah. <laughs> outside, I mean, outside of like the release date, I guess, but like everything else is like didn't yeah. We read that, you know. It's <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they basically read off like the list of things that they've been like parading about it, like SD, SSD, SSD, and the the hyper lens flare or whatever they're like talking about with the lighting. Ray tracing. Ray course. tracing, yeah, that. <laughs> Can't get enough of that. But um also I feel like surprisingly little like gameplay, I feel like cuz there's a lot yeah. of like look at oh, the yeah. cinematic for blah blah blah. Ooh, looks interesting. Don't really know if it's going to be any good, but looks You like, know what? You know. Oh, I don't know. know like I don't know if this is true, but just from my general feeling, a lot of the gameplay was like on the show floor instead of yep. sh- yeah showcases yeah i think that's what they did more this year like i know there was gameplay for outer worlds but they uh, didn't show yeah. any real gameplay like i would say significant gameplay in their reveal trailer yeah which is you know an I mean? interesting tactic because obviously they'll still get the same coverage because naturally all the media outlets will then go to these like either closed door sessions or the hands-on demos either way they'll mm-hmm. see the gameplay report on it but it's just like an interesting tactic because i feel like kind of as a whole gamers would prefer gameplay demos and so like say what you will last year about sony's e3 press conference everybody was like oh it's weird like they're just doing these like different settings they showed gameplay on all four of their games that they were showing yeah and so regardless of what you'll say about their presentation and kind of how they did it they showed how these games are going to perform and that's what people ultimately that's what's going to drive people to buy these things because there's been plenty of great-looking games that when you get your hands on it, you're like, well, this is just terrible. Like, why did I spend $60 on this? And so that's actually one of my my gripes that we'll, we'll kind of get to. And I, I remember when Ubisoft did their press conference, they kicked it off with Watch Dogs Legion, and they kicked it off with a gameplay demo. And I tweeted mm-hmm. out, I was like, shout out to Ubisoft for doing a gameplay demo, because I think they might have been, like, the first one to do it. Well, yeah. no, the well, Bethesda did it with Doom, but... Yeah. Yeah. Really, like it was like EA had Star Wars. I don't know if did Microsoft. I don't even know if Microsoft had anything like playable. I not that I can remember. Think so. They had people playing around with like the the new like special thing they added in Gears Five, but that wasn't shown during the like their hour and a half yeah thing, yeah presentation. I don't think there was like full gameplay. Yeah. Besides what's in the trailer, I don't think. I agree. Like, I don't think that there was much of any gameplay from the Microsoft stuff. I, well, well, the Ori one. The Ori one, the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, that I guess, yeah, one yeah, was gameplay. Tra- yeah, that would be gameplay, stuff. yeah. But that, that. kind of like that kind of like sums up my feelings is that like I enjoyed what I saw. I thought there were some some new games that I wasn't expecting. The release mm-hmm. dates are cool, but like we'll talk about that because how concrete are release dates anyway at this point? Like, I feel like games typically will get delayed regardless. And I'm okay with it. Like, take all the time mm-hmm. you need. Just give us a good product. Yeah. I do kind of feel like going into this, this has always been kind of like a transitional E3. Like, I feel like a lot of the big studios, we know what's already coming out at the end of this year with, like, Death Stranding, mm-hmm. you know, Call of Duty. We got Borderlands in September. 
I know that then you get like Link's Awakening and some other Switch games, Pokemon. So we knew that there's like the end of the year is pretty packed this year, and now we got a pretty stacked first quarter, quote unquote, as long as you know everything sticks. So like that was pretty cool, but I really feel like mostly everybody is focusing on the next gen, and so that's one of the main reasons I was kind of stunned. Microsoft was a little vague on their stuff, and we'll talk about that when we kind of go conference through conferences, just hitting the high points. But I was expecting not like many huge revelations this year. I was really expecting mm. just to see like updates on things that we knew were coming down the line. Yeah, and so with pretty that, much feel the same pretty way. Pretty much what it was. Yeah. And yeah, and and with that, I'm cool with it. Like cool, like. I know you're all are focusing on the next gen and I'm totally cool with that because we already saw Xbox announce holiday 2020. I really, like I've been saying, like I really think PlayStation will do the same thing. And it sounds like they're both kind of at the same spot development wise. Um, after hearing the specs of uh, Scarlet sounds very much like what we've heard about PS five. So honestly, the games that were shown were cool. I was happy to get like a better idea of when we could expect most of them. Uh, overall, I was just, it was just kind of like a, a a solid E3. Like nothing was amazing, nothing was like super disappointing. There were everything was just kind of yeah. stagnant. Yeah, I mean there weren't a lot of embarrassing gaffes. Yes, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was always that's always a plus when you can kind of look back and be like, all right, no one made a complete ass of themselves with their presentations, which is good. Um, I agree though. I wish we saw more gameplay stuff from most of these things because. Especially now that a lot of these are getting like first quarter release dates, it's still a year away in a sense. So a lot can change in a year. Like look at Kojima made Death Stranding in what, like three to four years. So like development on games can move relatively quickly. So it's just weird that they didn't want to showcase a lot of that to like the bigger audience when they had like all eyes on them. And I get it. Like, like we said, like they'll have media going in and playing it, writing articles, maybe making like videos of it and actually showing gameplay. But then you kind of have to go hunt all that stuff down. I feel like a lot of these either studios or just companies kind of wasted an opportunity to kind of have all eyes on them and like showcase some really cool stuff. And it kind of begs the question is like maybe is some of these games just not really at that stage yet where they can show like a lot of gameplay where they're confident that it'll come across well to a mass audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good point. But yeah, either way. All in all, it's just a great time of the year because I love kind of getting the hype train rolling for a lot of these things. And there were quite a few games that got me really excited. So let's just kind of go through some of the conferences. So the big one, Microsoft, (laughs) that's kind of like the Mac daddy. Everybody (laughs) had all eyes on them because naturally Sony pulled out. Microsoft, we know they lost this generation of the console war (laughs) last year. Last year, their E3 was basically the table setter for this year's E3. So now we kind of had the payoff. And mm-hmm. let's just kind of start off with Scarlet, and then we'll get into the games. Mm-hmm. Right. So Project Scarlet, they give you the specs, and then they give you, like, this montage of, you know, dev interviews where they're yeah. kind of talking to yeah. the people making the system. But they don't show you any demo of it. And then they announce it's coming out holiday 2020. And then we'll tie in because Halo Infinite's launching That's with their, the console. Yeah. Launch. Smart move. Mm-hmm. Smart mm-hmm. move. But like I was so, saying... Saw that coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y- you got to do it. And um, what I was kind of thinking was like these specs sound very much like what we heard from ps5 but ps5 has already been doing like these closed doors demos like we've seen videos of them comparing you know spider-man on ps4 to spider-man on ps5 so they're at the point where they're willing to kind of give you at least a small sample of a demo and microsoft with all eyes on them 
doesn't give you anything. They just basically tell you what the system's going to be made of. And it kind of just goes into if both of these are going to be similar, which they sound like they are, it's all about the games because that's what's going to drive people to purchase that particular console. Mm. And especially in Xbox's case, when Games Pass is a hell of a deal and now you can get it on PC and there's still the, the, the rumor. which the, And you can get that combo with like $15 oh, yeah. for everything. That's an amazing deal. And so now it's it's just making it less necessary to purchase an Xbox in a way. And so the real focus should have been on like the games and I wasn't completely blown away by any of the stuff that they showed because I know that I think like some of their studios are really probably early in development on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of yeah. disappointed like I felt like this was a good chance to maybe see a bunch on Scarlet because they announced it last year like Sony wasn't even Sony really didn't technically announce it until March of this year. Mm-hmm. So you feel like Xbox kind of had a jump and then they had all eyes on them. And then they really just kind of, I feel like they kind of fumbled it just because we didn't really learn anything new. We just learned that, all right, this is going to be a powerful system. Great. Yeah. Well, you know what I imagine they'll do? I imagine between now and next year's E3, they'll probably have their own sort of presentation conference yeah. where they'll showcase just that because I mm-hmm. E3 being in June, I feel like that's like six months isn't enough I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like six months isn't enough time to be like, here's Scarlet and the games. But who knows? That might be just enough time to like hype up people. Um, I agree. I think they need to do something in like March or February next year. (laughs) I will say, um, I know the PS4 has outsold like Xbox. And I think the reason why personally is because of the great exclusives Sony always has. But in terms of performance, the Xbox One X is like a fantastic console. It is, yeah, like it is really good. So I think in terms of hardware, Xbox has the edge. In terms of exclusives, Sony still has that. So yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm I interested was, I was, to see. Yeah, because that's why I was so curious. Because now, like the next gen specs for PS5 and the next Xbox, they sound very alike. Yeah, and so that's when you're like, okay, if they're gonna run similarly you got to give me a reason to buy it because <laughs> yeah. I want to play certain games. They gave you a reason, and Matt has that reason. <laughs> Halo? <laughs> guess that was kind of their tech demo, I guess, because mm-hmm. that's also, yeah. like, it's one thing I liked and also one of my disappointments because I was kind of hoping, like, oh, are we going to see Halo gameplay? And yep. it's like, nope, no. you'll see <laughs> gameplay footage. I mean, you'll yeah. see, like, no, you'll see, like, this is, like, uh, in-game graphics. Suppose like that was there sort of like okay this whole trailer this cinematic trailer is all made with like using in-game graphics that the mm-hmm. project scarlet's going to be able to kind of handle and like yeah. that's neat but i'd like to see some shooting maybe Any, <laughs> how, know, how'd you uh, how'd you feel of like the uh the tone of it i felt like it was they're trying to go on like a heavy emotional yeah that's line. been like the last couple trailers have kind of been like halo trailers at least have kind of been going more for that feel mm-hmm. rather than just like <laughs> just like mowing down aliens they, they kind of get the more like artsy type feel to it which is like eh, okay yeah. like whatever like you know we'll get like the cooler stuff like closer to release i'm sure but yeah. it's like they always kind of do that like oh what is this type of thing like i feel like the halo trailers always start off like oh okay this is like something it's in space i don't know and then they kind of like oh it's halo it's like it'll always like reveal somewhere like it's the master chief it's like the last yeah four trailers i feel like i've done that like halo 4 was like it's like in his brain and then it zooms out and he pops out of like the the 
cryo chamber and then five he's like wearing like a robe and then the robe blows back and it's, oh it's master <laughs> chief and then the infinite trailer it's just like the all like the landscape on the on, on the and you find it's the ring and then you see a, the guy holding his helmet oh it's master chief yeah, <laughs> yeah they're all like they're big on the yeah, master the big, chief yeah reveal. they're all like the the big master chief reveal yeah so i kind of wish we got to see more of that but yeah what can you do um i wanted to say though like we're talking about exclusives like just looking at the microsoft lineup it's almost feels like a parody of like just like oh. what the like really? what their like <laughs> games have kind of been for like the last couple of years so you have you have yeah. halo and you have gears those are yep. you know two things they've always kind of had they're to them staples. They're staples yeah. yeah big microsoft staples and then you had a lego star wars game you had a Battletoads remake. <laughs> you have an Age of Empires like re like remaster. You have a Minecraft like Diablo type game, <laughs> and you have you have a, a flight simulator and Forza Horizon, and then a Lego oh, Forza Horizon Lego. Lego. It's not oh even Lego just... another Lego. Yeah. <laughs> And then a Funko I would play Pop the shit out of Forza Lego. Like that's the <laughs> which only. Which I thought you could looked actually. I Forza. thought that looked <laughs> yeah. really really cool. So I'm I'm like kind of I'm kind of really only cool. half shitting on that because yeah. I thought the Lego stuff was really neat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Lego stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the car was awesome. Uh, and then a Funko Pop Gears of War whatever mobile game. Mobile game. Yeah, that's so like that's all of that part. is just like uh it, yep that that's pretty much what that's all they could bring out yeah and like that's one of the things i'm kind of thinking is because they pretty much announced they acquired big studios last year and like obsidian was one of them but you knew obsidian was already working on outer worlds so that was never going to be an exclusive game so like they kind of missed out on that because obsidian's really focused on getting outer worlds out which hey got a release date pretty awesome october 25th looking forward to that but so like that's one big studio right there that's not going to focus on an exclusive. And then they acquired Ninja Theory, Hellblade, Son of a Sacrifice, folks. But they were already working on Bleeding Edge. And now I think Bleeding Edge actually looks kind of cool. It's not up my alley by any means because I'm not huge in PvP regardless. But like melee oh, yeah, PvP, that's a, like whack job. Like look at all these kooky characters. Oh like, yeah, it's <laughs> basically Overwatch. Had, yeah. They had a baby Overwatch for honor. Apex or something. It's yeah. Overwatch. A- Overwatch like Apex cocaine. for honor having a baby, yeah. and that's what it is. Honestly, like I, I think it could probably carve out like a pretty good audience. And what I hope it does is it just like gets Ninja Theory a bunch of money, so that way they start making another awesome narrative-driven game. That'd mm-hmm. be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're looking right there. Like those are two of their big studios they acquired last year, and they were already working on stuff that couldn't possibly be you know, console exclusive. So again, I really think it's just them kind of falling victim to the fact that like they have kind of all their eggs moving forward. And it's almost like, I really think Microsoft is going towards is like Microsoft as a service or like Xbox as a service. So like you can use games pass because we yeah. know it's on PC now. It's There's on been the switch. Rumors of, yeah. It's on switch. So like they're really trying to make it so you can just play Xbox games anywhere. Good for them because yeah. honestly, it's a smart move. Yeah. Because I think that they realize because Sony just has so many first party studios and they're just like they were like born and raised in the Sony environment. So I don't see them going anywhere. Like Quantic Dream left, but Quantic Dream was never just like brought up within Sony. Like they Fahrenheit, the Indigo Prophecy didn't release on PlayStation. That was a PC game originally. So, like, they acquired them after the fact. 
a lot of these games, like a lot of these studios are like homegrown within studio, within Sony, excuse me. So that's, I feel like Microsoft is just kind of acknowledging like, look, we just don't have it right now, but within the next few years, I feel like they're going to have some amazing console exclusives because then you will start seeing Obsidian and Ninja Theory and the other studios focusing just on Microsoft, which is good for them and it'll drive up competition. But I agree, like nothing blew me away for their console exclusives. Yeah. Mm. And I'm okay with them like taking some time for console yeah. exclusives because the backlog's already pretty big. 2019, <laughs> year of the backlog. <laughs> Until the end of 2019, apparently. It's going to be fucking crazy. I, Foreseeable there's future. so much going on, and I just can't. Yeah. I would like to talk about something positive, unless you have something to comment, Matthew. Oh, I was just going to say, like, if we're still on the Microsoft exclusives, uh, yes. I was going to say the, oh, yeah. the, the Blair Witch game looks kind of neat. Is that yes. an exclusive? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, great. Yeah, that, I'm, yeah that was ex- great. <laughs> the problem with that, though, it's coming out the same day as Man of Medan. <laughs> Oh, tough, yeah, tough, that's tough, a tough. Dude. So honestly, no, both. <laughs> I feel like both of them probably. Well, actually, Man of Medan will probably take a little bit of time because to it's gonna be like multiple yeah. playthroughs kind of game, like yeah. until dawn. Well, guess what? We're gonna have just a horror <laughs> fest right there. Just all the horror. I've been Fantastic. waiting for a new horror game that to like blow me away. Yeah. So I am so pumped for Man of Medan. I am so pumped for Blair Witch. Yeah. And there's another horror game, but we're still talking about Microsoft, so I won't mention it yet. <laughs> the Blair Witch one was kind of like a theme of E3 with the, the time loop yes, style game. Yes. Yes. I, was, I brought that up. When we were I was like, yeah. how many time loop games one? are there? <laughs> and 12 minutes. Yeah. We'll and talk about, I think we'll talk about 12 minutes. 12 minutes sucked me in. I was like, I want to play that right now. And Deathloop. 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 Yeah, so that cool. was the other one. And, All of and them I'm playing great, Outer though. Wilds right now, which also has a time loop in it. And it's funny because, well, spoilers for Avengers Endgame, there's time in that, too. <laughs> yeah, just time loops all around. <laughs> the year of That's the That's probably time how loop. they'll figure. Was that really a That's time how they'll solve A-Day in the Avengers game. It's That's how they enough. solve it. Time loops. <laughs> so I would like to showcase my favorite moment from the Microsoft conference. In case you didn't know, it was during the Cyberpunk 2077 oh, yeah. when they revealed Keanu motherfucking Reeves is in the game, <laughs> and then he came he came out on stage. Was, that was awesome. Oh my god! When they showed him, like I heard him speaking. I'm sitting there, and in my head, I'm like, "That sounds like Keanu Reeves." Because I've we've been watching a lot of Keanu movies lately. <laughs> I can't I'm like, you recognize his voice. I was like, that's Keanu Reeves. How could you not? I, I just <laughs> like, iconic. if I wasn't expecting it, I wouldn't like be able to pick his voice. Out of, like, well, I wasn't expecting it either. Yeah. And I'm just hearing, I'm like, well, I'm known for doing that. We'll watch an anime or something. I'm like, oh, I know that voice. That's, that's true. You, this, you know, I do that you know voices. I'm sitting there. I'm like, that's, that's Keanu Reeves. I know that voice. And then he took off the glasses. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. That, He's breathtaking. That was pretty awesome. I love him. That, that was like, yeah, that was a pretty... That was cool a very moment. cool moment. Yeah. I was I was streaming it with uh, Jimmy Good on his yeah. channel, and when that happened, we were both just like, "Is he is he here?" And then when <laughs> it just like rose up, was like, "This is fucking awesome." He's so great. He's I love. There's an article talking about how he was blown away by everyone like cheering for him and like loving that he was there. He was like didn't know what to do. It was yeah. very like wholesome. He always kind of has those great. It's like, <laughs> just the feeling about it. I didn't know what to do. Just kind of <laughs> hey. 
Well, talk <laughs> about like, like this is a lot of happiness. <laughs> talk about a best kept secret. Like I was reading that article, I know. and they were saying like they had like stand-ins come in to deliver lines at first, like to make sure nobody knew there was like a leak going around that there was a celebrity at E3 going to be at E3, but everyone assumed it was Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga? Because she, I think she, she was rumored there. to be in Cyberpunk. Whether yeah, it was, she was. So oh, everyone yeah, is, she wrote music for it, didn't yes, she? Yeah. I think so. So everyone just kind of assumed it was going to be her, which that I would have been, been awesome too. Yeah, oh, that would be mm. great. She would have done something crazy, like f- like flew in from yeah. the ceiling or something, <gasps> singing like bad <laughs> romance. <laughs> like, amazing, Covered in but... like metal pieces yeah. yeah it's a real bummer now when you think about it she'd <laughs> no, actually just have I'll an outfit Keanu. made of like video game controllers <laughs> 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 <The> elite <laughs> recycled controllers yeah it'd be fantastic all the Xbox so that's controllers. a good segue because cyberpunk 2077 we got a release date so yeah, april 16th 2020 so, right. by the way, a little, little, little stab to Matt Martinez here. Zero to 2020 release dates. Zero February 20th, <laughs> 2020 release dates in the entirety of E3. That's been his date for like eight months. He's been predicting so many things are going to happen that date. So far, Is nothing. that because like Skyrim was released on 11-11-11? It's like, oh, yeah, probably. Game- so he's, like, he's like, I don't know. Something about that date just you know speaks to me. So, so far, nothing. But... All we got again was like CGI stuff. Didn't really get much gameplay. We saw like, I think there was a, maybe a little bit of gameplay elements in it, but yeah. it wasn't just like a full on no. gameplay trailer like we've seen in the past. They uh, they had a private gameplay demo. Yes, the game. I actually, let's see. I actually have a Twitter thread from Dave Oshry, who is nice. the developer behind you know, Plus One Player Favorite Dusk, reviewed by our very own Ooh. Matt O'Neill. Cool. And so he's actually, he was... <laughs> he was playing it tonight and so let's see he he's got a twitter thread here let me nice. bring it up so for character creation you get to choose from street kid from the hood so these are all from his twitter nomad lone wolf corporate left the re- that rich life this will affect dialogue choices and your overall look and backstory character creation is as deep as any other game can change every aspect of your face and body brow chin eyes jaw muscle mass oh, you know yes. Deal. okay yes <laughs> kiana's character is named like johnny silverfist Silver or some shit johnny i think <laughs> it's johnny silverhand no he's he's it a is. digital no ghost way. That acts as like a snarky narrator giving you advice, oh, showing up during conversations, looking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Inventory That's is incredible. pretty standard. Slots for weapons, armor, pants, gloves, uh, mouse over for tool tips, for stats, etc. Um, skill tree is pretty big. He counted 60 slots to unlock. Shotguns, rifles, hacking. You know the drill. <laughs> Driving around in vehicles, cars, motorcycles looks very GTA 5. Sweet cyberpunk radio stations and all. So that actually sounds appealing to me because I think GTA 5 has pretty solid driving mechanics for, like, not a driving simulator. Uh, they say the whole city has no loading, can cross the whole city no problem. That's oh, pretty impressive. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, is the driving first person or third person? That he did not say. I am at, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's first person just because that's. Isn't the game first person? Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. We'll see. Uh, from I hope it's third from person. what the trailer showed of uh, the main character driving a bike, it was first person. Okay. The stealth build seems like the best way to play. Very deuce exy. Sneaking, hacking, deuce. cameras and turrets, strangling, <laughs> and silent X. kills. See, this is right up my alley. Stealth way. <laughs> Didn't get the hacking minigame, but it's a thing. Hacked an enemy's arm and made her shoot herself in the head. Oh, Bruh. shit. 
snuck Wick. around. <laughs> this one, this one's the best. Snuck around and hacked a digital bench press to kill a guy uh, with a weight bar. <laughs> Bro needed a spot. They then like switched a to a strength build. Kill. That's yeah. amazing. I cannot they, that, wait for this yeah, game. The, the stealth build sounds fantastic. So he goes, they then switched to a strength build character, could rip open doors, rip turrets off mounts, and use them as LMG. Lots of ducka, 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 ducka. Looks way <laughs> less fun to play. <laughs> you can pacifist the whole game. Dialogue options are as varied as The Witcher. And then demo ended with you going into cyberspace, some cool visuals. So that, I mean, oh, I'm going it sounds in. like... It sounds good. Like, <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, like, I know a lot of people are, like, kind of upset with, like, the way the characters are being portrayed so far. I'm kind of, I'm, like, from what we've seen, make your judgments. With the like, characters? I don't know. I honestly, is, yeah. Like, like, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like we've seen enough just yet. But, like, I can see, like, how it's just going to be, like, another kind of basic type of character where it's, like, the same old oh, stereotype as like, the past. player character, boring Yeah, person. so... Yeah, so I don't know. Like honestly, I, I'm very intrigued. I'm more intrigued in the world <laughs> like than like enough. your character. I'm like, I just want to explore oh, yeah. all this stuff. Right? But can I romance like, Keanu? If we can romance Keanu, I'm gonna romance Keanu. Like dead ass. There's no way. Although he's a he's a digital ghost, so it'll literally be like Listen. that. We make love ghost. in cyberspace. Yeah, yeah. cyberspace. Who cares? <laughs> crafting digital pots out of clay, digital clay, just I'm, like the movie Ghost. I am so excited for that game because i the witcher 3 freaking love that game and yeah. i'm just mm-hmm. like oh like i as much as i'm like just give me more witcher content i'm like oh a new game that's yeah, new uh, rpg element i'm count of reeves like come on <laughs> i i love character it's got creation. it all. i'm like oh, we got i it all. can't wait i can't wait so very excited glad we got a release date glad it's next Same year because i don't have time or money right now so it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Ten months. It'll be April sixteenth, twenty twenty. We've got plenty of time. I'm also very much looking forward to seeing more about it in the coming months. Yes, so exactly. Happy it got a release date. Happy Keanu's lending his talents to it. And then I noticed they finally did announce the Elder Ring. So the George R. R. Martin oh, yeah. and uh, Hayao yeah. Miyazaki. So that looked interesting. Not enough to like tell me anything. Because like. <laughs> I'm so bad at these games, but I want to play this I one know. so bad. I love like so. the art direction and like yeah. everything about them is like aesthetically is so cool. And I'm like, yeah, maybe they'll be nice and do a difficulty slider for once. <laughs> George, oh, George I, is I, like, I, I have no expectations. <laughs> I get harder. I know it's gonna Miyazaki, slap me in the face. I don't want Miyazaki people to finish Zen, this game. Please. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to have to practice and actually try Bloodborne before that game comes out to see if I can not be a baby-ass baby and get my ass kicked by all the Elden Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I just That's another one of those, like, everything about that felt so Dark souls It's Like, I have no clue what this is about, but there's some pretty cool imagery. Yep. <laughs> there's there's lots of, like forging and like <laughs> armor and swords and like fire it's like, dude, and it's just like it all looks like an album cover yeah i'm i mean i'm I'm all for it like i said I'm, I'm gonna have to get better at those types of games so i can actually give that game a chance <laughs> <laughs> i'll watch you play it <laughs> Yeah, that might, I might have to do that and just watch a stream of it. Like, I just want to—I'm just here for the story, you know. I just want to—I just want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what other uh, Microsoft ones kind of jumped out to you? Outer Worlds, obviously. Um, yes, really that looks great. excited for that. So one of—I don't know if it'd be considered indie, but it wasn't like a 
world premiere kind of thing. It's called right. Way to the Woods. It was the one with the two deer. Yeah. That, that looks, looks very... so good. That looks like it'll be just like a nice, peaceful know, game. A nice, yeah. chill, like... And um, yeah, what was the other one? Straightfarer? Was that what it was called? The one where it's like on a houseboat? Yeah. yeah. That looks very cute, Oh, Spiritfarer. Spiritfarer, oh, that's yeah, yeah. it. I'm like, it's what, something because. I know, I was watching it, and I was like, what's the premise here? And I was like, oh my god, they're all dead, and you're, like, getting them to their resting place. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jesus, yeah. that got dark. <laughs> yeah, but it looks really cute at the same yeah. time. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> it I really think... lures you in. <laughs> it probably has, like, a really good, meaningful message, which I'm oh, no, yeah. down for in my games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, those were two that I'm really looking forward to in terms of not being, like, a huge deal, I guess. Right. We talked about Blair Witch. I'm super excited to play that because i love me some horror games and looking forward to seeing more about the star wars game yeah i thought the gameplay demo that was, well, was decent but it was shown at microsoft that was the thing is i didn't think what? they needed to really? show it again at microsoft that's so weird yeah like that's, yeah it's weird they didn't show anything I mean, new I they basically that. showed the same thing we saw on saturday yeah. so i was like well why why would you wait uh, whatever do what you gotta do okay, but like yeah, it, was just, it just felt redundant because we saw it all the day before yeah see i didn't watch it so that was my first time actually seeing anything i was like i mean oh. it looks sick <laughs> I'm, I'm excited <laughs> i'm excited for a there good star wars elements. game like oh my god and it actually like single takes place player. in the lore i know right it's not just like ah you know and it's like an original story within that lore I too i kind of wish is, like nice it change. wasn't in the same like this is between like the this is before the move, like the original trilogy, and after the prequels. It's yeah, it's like it's kind of like where they're throwing everything now. I'm just like, oh, there's so much other times. <laughs> Bogolet. Like, I was like, whatever. I mean, yeah, they have Borgolet. <laughs> it's the Forest Whitaker. <laughs> it looks like this is like his pre-totally crazy guy in a cave days, though. <laughs> his pre, his uh, pre, before, before he started hitting the Borgolet. <laughs> No, I, I agree. Like, this is the first time I've been really interested in a Star Wars game. Because, again, like, I really only got into Star Wars recently over mm-hmm. the past year or so. Mm-hmm. So, like, growing up, I was never, like, drawn to the games because I wasn't really into the whole series. But now that I've watched the movies, I've got enjoyment from them. I Obviously, like, Battlefront never appealed to me because it's mostly multiplayer. And it, it kind of takes, like, a lot to really get me hooked on a multiplayer these days. Like, I much prefer yeah. single-player experiences. Yeah. And so, like, neither one of those ever really struck me. But, like, this one, because it's story-focused, the combat looks pretty cool. And it, I've seen a lot of people say, oh, it kind of feels a little soulsy because there's, like, a lot of parrying and stuff. I doubt it's going to be I, anywhere yeah, near as difficult. <laughs> I'm hoping for what I'm hoping for with that. This is some cool, just, like, give me an abundance of force like shenanigans to choose from yeah just gave me like that I was be, the coolest I wanted thing. to be like what was it, jedi uh like jedi academy and jedi um yeah jedi knight like those like those games that came out like not not knights of the old republic but right like they had like so many crazy force powers that you could like choose from and so it's like okay you can go like just like pull people towards you stab them you could you have focus on like throwing your lightsaber you could focus on like you know jedi mind tricking people and having them shoot each other it's just like all these in- like limitless options. I'm like I just want yeah. that. I want that sandbox. 
just playing. Yeah. That's what intrigued me the most because the force powers looked awesome. Like that whole mechanic looked cool. Like you could do like a bunch of different things with it. You could slow them down. You could basically yeah, you just could like stop the, push the laser the bolts in midair and yeah. then put a guy in front of it and get the bolt hit him. And, yeah. and then you notice like <laughs> yeah. through the demo, there's like skill point, skill point, skill point. And I just wanted them to like, spend your skill point so I can <laughs> see the skill tree. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing with that skill point? <laughs> Holding on like, to it, man. I'm so intrigued. I want to know, like, what can I rank up? Like, how far can I rank the the force mechanic up? Because I feel like there's a lot of cool opportunities there that you can you can kind of yeah. use that to combo certain things. And then I also like like I've seen a bunch of people say it already, but like very much kind of uncharted elements with the way they kind of navigate, and that kind of yeah. plays yeah, in I, because I like Amy Amy Henning is uh, working on it now, so like she <laughs> did a lot of work on the Uncharted series. So it's pretty cool that she brought some of those aspects over to it because it's it, it's looking great. And, of course, you, right off the bat, they did the wall runs. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're still respawning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's their, yeah, that's like their claim to fame. It's like, wall running. It's still so cool. Yeah, I know. More games that have it. It's like the, the crouch slide. It's funny, though, because, like, when Call of Duty implemented wall running, I was like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Get out of here. It's good if it's done right. Yeah. It's good if That's it's in a good it game. That, yeah. too. So, overall, I mean, like, so Jedi of Fallen Order, it's it's looking pretty solid. And did that one that one got a release date, too, didn't it? I think I wrote it. Yeah, wait, I wait, did wait, not. Wait. Uh, November 15th this year. November 15th. Ooh. So, I mean, again fourth quarter of this year all of a sudden got slammed with releases <laughs> just to kind of finish it up like i, I did want to bring up 12 minutes again like yeah this game, was, this game was shown a few years ago like announced i want to say like back in like 2012 and like no one really? ever heard from it again it was announced like years ago and just nothing to really happened with it but it just looks awesome because it's like this mystery where it's like you're in this little apartment and it's like this top down 2d and it's you and i would assume either your, your wife, wife or your girlfriend yeah. and it's you just basically be like we've done this before someone's about to come in here and he's going to kill us both he's going to do terrible things to us and like so it's basically this time loop of you trying to figure out the way to get the best scenario and they showed like little clips of all like different possible scenarios a lot of gruesome ones <laughs> looks yeah. like there's a lot of chances to fuck that scenario up yeah. in 12 minutes apparently but like that it interested me so much because i'm like this mm-hmm. seems like you could probably play through it quickly but then keep wanting to play it because you're like, ah, oh, I should do this differently and maybe I can get this outcome. Mm. So I love games like that. And like I said, this was like the, the year of the, the time loop. And I think, honestly, all of the ones that kind of are using this mechanic, they seem like they're doing some cool stuff with it. So by all means, do it until it, yeah. it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Kate would like this game. Yeah. See, I can see A her nice streaming. When I was mystery. watching it, yeah, I'm yeah. watching it, I'm like, this is like a it's not a noir necessarily but it has like that mystery thriller edge yeah. to it i'm like kate would definitely like this i want to oh, yeah. play it or watch someone play I've it. i've wanted so. to scratch that mystery itch i've had since obra din oh <laughs> i wish i could replay that again yeah for the first that's what i'm time. worried about is it's you're gonna play it like i feel like like you could if you know what to look for you could probably finish the game really easily but it's like it's all yeah. about the mystery and finding out the clues and finding out all this and yada 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 uh, that's what I'm worried about was over because what Oprah did was like how amazing it was. Once you're done, you're done. You know you can't yeah. you can go. You know all you know everything now, so you can't really play it again. <laughs> so that's kind of like I don't know. Maybe like you said, there's like multiple outcomes. So like maybe like you can win, but there's like different ways to win. So yeah. yeah so I, I'm excited to see what they do. With that. Yeah, I'm I'm just always looking forward to like little 
quirky games like that where it's just like this kind of weird concept and it kind of gets you thinking so mm-hmm. i mean overall because I, I, I think we covered was there anything else you wanted to throw out about microsoft or did we get it all mm, psychonauts 2 oh yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> gotta play the first one but <laughs> <laughs> every you know Psyched. that i said my pieces yeah i mean so overall i thought the conference was pretty solid i thought we saw some some cool things but like again uh, it's just kind of going with the whole theme of the weekend where i feel like it's still that transitional period so like we know there's some cool stuff on the horizon but they're at the stage where they're not ready to show like that really cool stuff they're working on but overall i thought there's some cool games that we have that we have to look forward to and again games pass is an amazing deal like i'm at this point like there's no reason why i'm not going to get it on my pc like Mm -hmm. 10 bucks a month why not seriously yep. like why not it's good <laughs> so solid microsoft sea of thieves yeah. with us see yeah i can finally God, get sea of, thieves. sea of thieves again <laughs> and so uh, the other press conference on sunday was big bad bethesda and so yeah honestly i didn't B. think i, B3. I thought Bethesda's was like pretty so- like decent like i didn't think it was anything spectacular i thought we saw some cool stuff for sure they had announced I want to say like a little bit ago that we weren't going to see Starfield or Elder Scrolls six. Yeah. They said that. Yeah. So I didn't like, expect I can't, it. Yeah, yeah. I can't fault them for not showing it. I was a little part of me was still hoping like maybe they'd have like a little uh, something. Another JPEG. Again. So like, I can't fault them for that. I like, I'm very much looking forward to the day we do get to see more on that. But I, I think that kind of goes into it again. Like, you know, that's again, that focus on the next gen. So they're, they're taking their time with that. So they're Probably. a little ways away. Hmm. A lot of focus on mobile games, which I get it. There's a market out there, and clearly mobile games make money because don't you as people we've, have phones? Yeah, like as we've seen and as we've like heard with like Blades, because I don't play Blades. Uh, honestly, like the the whole pay to win thing wasn't really attractive to me, and like I just didn't have an I don't have enough time to commit to like a mobile game to like always check in and do what I would I need to do to rank up for, without pay to win. So yeah, <laughs> mobile games have never really been up my alley. Uh, but I obviously I know like that one and then they're what like their legends uh their card game so like the, the obviously there's a big player base for both of those so i don't blame them for taking time on it i wish they took a little less time on it for sure blades coming to switch makes sense but again it's just like I'm, that's not gonna make me want to play it <laughs> for sure <laughs> like because i could just play skyrim on my switch if i really wanted to get my elder scrolls fix <laughs> so i'm not gonna go backwards but I will say, two of my favorite things from E3 came from the Bethesda conference, and that's Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. And of course, like, Akumi I Nakamura. I wish I knew more about that game. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It it's looks, like that trailer. The trailer is so cool. Because <laughs> it's, it's Tango Software, so they did Evil Within, so you know they're a good studio. You know they can do this, like, creepy, dark aesthetic, mm-hmm. and just the so looks cool of looking. it. Oh my god! Oh, I, that, it's so mysterious. There's just so many questions I have. It it almost oh. reminds me of like a Kojima trailer. That's what it's like. like this it awesome was almost thing. like Death like, Stranding esque. Yeah, just like oh, there's these and, and of course like apparitions appearing across the world. Oh, it's so. It's just like I want to know more. I need to know more. And you got me hooked. And like Nakamura, she was amazing. It's like oh, she stole the show her. because she just had so <laughs> much like excitement for it. And she's like, check out this fucking awesome game. Well, obviously, I'm not. <laughs> she didn't say that, but in my head, that's what she said. Because like her excitement was just so palpable. She's like, look at this awesome game we've been working on. 
and now we get a little taste of it. And that was one of the ones that really stuck with me because it's, it's a new IP. It's not anything we expected because a lot of people just expected we were going to get like another Evil Within game. So for them to just be like, we're doing something brand new is awesome. I always love when people, when like these studios try new things. That's why I love how Sucker Punch kind of abandoned Infamous for the time being. Because like I love Infamous, but Ghost of Tsushima looks like an awesome game and it's something completely different. So it's, it's great to see the studios do that. And then... Yeah. Deathloop was the other one where it's like the two assassins who keep like going to kill each other and it's like the time loop so like both of those were kind of I want to say like the major tier standouts of E3 for me even though we got like just small CGI trailers for them I agree Mm -hmm. I I don't you know I don't play Fallout 76 not really a huge Elder Scrolls fan I enjoyed the cinematic and I know Mm -hmm. like other people were really excited uh, so I'm happy for them but Deathloop looked really interesting and as soon as we saw that trailer for ghostwire tokyo i was like i need to know more about this game right now (laughs) (laughs) i i'm so excited to find out more i just can't wait yeah it's very obvious that pretty much the entire presentation like everything they had it was all just built around doom oh yeah Yeah. like like, that took up a good third to a half of the entire like Bethesda oh, yeah. like the uh presentation. I don't blame them either cuz like that's like their big release this year. Yeah, that they're really and, uh, pushing Wolfenstein it. Young Blood. Yeah. Which yeah. Young, oh, yeah. Young Blood looks that. cool. Looked interesting. I, I like won't play it's it, but... it's still it's it, you know, same Wolfenstein combat, but you get to do it co-op. Yeah. That's pretty intriguing. I think, so I think I'm starting to get tired of like the 80s like pandering sort of aesthetic where it's like mm-hmm. it takes place in the 80s so we'll have the synth music oh neon <laughs> blah, 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 like the, the grid textures and it's like right here we go again <laughs> it's like I, I i kind of a sucker for that but it's also like it can only take so much <laughs> right right i hear you so i feel like that's been what did so you think of that. uh doom eternal though um, because we did that was one of the first times of the weekend that we got some gameplay it, was, it looks, looks so great. good i'm so excited for that that might be the game i'm most i mean i'm excited for like cyberpunk but still like you know i haven't seen all that much from it like just yeah. from the amount we've seen from doom already like i'm already like good like it looks like it's doing everything that the the first game did and just adding a little bit more just enough to be interesting and i'm like fine stick with that don't fix it if it ain't broke yeah i'm like do the same thing and add some more gory kills and things for me to rip apart (laughs) yeah i think uh, one of my roommates actually has the 2016 doom so i I might borrow it and and give it a shot because i haven't played doom since like original like pc doom back when i was a little kid and so I, I kind of want to see if I, I, I if I like it enough to want to go yeah, Eternal. It's, I will say it's it looks a great, great throwback to like the old type yeah. of like run and gun shooters. So I'm a big fan of. Yeah, and honestly, I don't blame them for kind of rounding out their show with that because that yeah. is like their heavy. Well, it is definitely yeah. it's the game one game they have like it's it's almost pretty much like complete. It's like just yeah. about ready to go. So like we have so much to show for this. So let's just throw all this gameplay stuff okay so some single player stuff we'll saw this new multiplayer mode people will forget about fallout <laughs> uh, i did want to say though like because we were talking about microsoft i was like to give them credit they were one of the only major studios that didn't have to apologize for some sort of <laughs> catastrophe that occurred in the previous year that's true 
they were they were pretty clean. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, you can't have a big game failure if you don't release any games. That too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for finally giving the NPCs that should have been there when the game was released. A year later, you're giving it now. But at least they acknowledged it. I, they had to. So on Fallout 76, I will, I will say I actually now have a copy of it. And I, I got a copy of Elsewhere. Which... Are you doing the free trial right now? No, I, I got a copy of it. So yeah, I, I snagged Fallout. I snagged Elsewhere, of course, because that one I'm very excited for. My my big note for Elsewhere was that trailer was the best Game of Thrones episode for season yes. eight. Like that it was an incredible thing. trailer. <laughs> like, so very excited for Elsewhere. It but was I actually better than sneak. season eight of yeah. Thrones. <laughs> it was a great trailer. Yeah. It was awesome. The yeah. dragon looked cool. Yeah. Yeah, the ballistas did work. <laughs> And so I snagged Fallout to, to give it a chance because it does look like they're actually trying to do some DLC. And so I'm going to have uh, our, our good friend Toot sherping me around the wasteland a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. to get my feet wet. I'm probably going to play a little bit of Manny too because like he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I'm pretty much at the start still. So he's like, if you start up, we'll pretty much be at the same spot. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I think Battle Royale mode, my my response to Battle Royale and Fallout was just, why not? Like, at this point, just fucking throw it in. They, but they were, like, like so excited about it. And, like, I guess. I'm just, I know. I'm just, I, yeah. I so shouldn't have been that excited. Yeah, 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 there were people that were like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, no, was hype the, guy. There was Bethesda yeah. man. Okay. <laughs> Bethesda and then man. they put the helmet on him to make him shut up. But... I just, you know, it's so frustrating to me. Like, I'm glad they acknowledged it, but they're like, yes, we've heard what you've said. We're putting MP. Like, bitch, they should have been there to start. Oh, and I then, know. Oh, here's Battle Royale. How about just do the fucking thing people want and you could release it sooner? Yeah. And what? then you could em- implement Battle Royale later. Yeah, what was like the man hours and like production budget and everything that just went into making the Battle Royale mode? It's just like, just. I want to know. I want to see know. that More- report. Anything content. I want it on my desk. Yeah. Like 5 p.m. Friday. <sighs> or no one's yeah. going home this weekend. And it's just like. And I agree. Like, it's just weird. Like, clearly no one was asking for that. But that but that's just like my whole thought process with Battle Royale at this point. Like, I don't feel like anyone's really asking for it anymore. Yeah. But, and yeah, so when so like, people do it, it's just like, whatever. Go crazy. Give it a shot. Like, I just. I'm, I'm very Especially with, like, as well. Fallout. Like, like has anyone ever, like, seen Fallout as, like, a competitive shooting experience ever well especially fallout 76 like their community is very much not pvp like they're pv yeah <laughs> so i don't understand where like i don't get it whatever i think they just well i think that was like a I'll let you know they were like throwing <laughs> I'll, on just I'll be try, like someone some people will like this just throw it put it in there <laughs> yeah i'll see how i like it i like how dude he chatted he's like it pains me to say this but I'm having fun playing Battle Royale. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll report back once I once I dip my toes in the wasteland. But, I mean, all in all, I thought Bethesda's was just, like, decent. I thought they um, – I'll give Todd credit. Like, he tried to, like, own up to it. But, like, as at the same time – he could without just, like, yeah, ad- I mean, admitting to the truth of, like, we – it was a yeah. colossal failure in ways. Just... Yeah, because like he did an interview with Ryan McCaffrey on IGN, and he was like, "Yeah, like we knew it was gonna not be that good." It's just like that stuff kind of rubs me the wrong way because it's like, if you, you knew, knew, then why did you release it? Like, I get it. Like, you got to release things because you have a board and they they expect certain things and revenue. Only... Blah blah yeah. blah. I get it, but like at the same time, like you're Bethesda, you're 
you got a storied history. Like you guys shouldn't have to do that. And I guess it's more of like a, a reality check that even like the well-known ones like that, they still have to abide by like these weird structures where they need to hit these certain metrics, even when they know it's not going to be good. But again, like I, I'm really hopeful because I got into ESO really late, but I've enjoyed my time with that. I'm looking forward to dabbling with elsewhere. And so that's why I'm saying like, I hope, fallout kind of goes that same path as eso where they really keep focusing on it i will say they're giving more attention to fallout 76 than bioware is giving to anthem as we know oh my so goodness we'll see oh but my uh goodness. hey <laughs> overall that's another story <laughs> decent because again they had they were responsible for two of my happy moments from e3 with ghostwire and Deathloop. so yeah. shout out to them for that yeah it's true i am very excited about doom though it's like, in spite of everything else with like the Bethesda thing, like Doom's one of my most anticipated games. So, exactly, credit to, like they st- credit Steve. Yeah, they still make great games. Like they just had a bad, bad time with Fallout seventy six. Yeah, <laughs> and so bit. then moving on to Ubisoft, a couple things. Um, obviously, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. We already knew a lot about that. We had the release date prior to this. John Bernthal showing up at Bam Bam. That was a great moment <laughs> because dogs are great, and John Bernthal is awesome. Ghost Recon Breakpoint, it looks a little bit more, like, darker than what Wildlands was. And I'm very interested to see more about, like, the injury mechanic that they have. Like, if you get hurt, like, it affects how you run and, like, you have to take care of it and things like that. So feels a little Metal Gear I mean, Solid-y. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Wildlands say, yeah. mostly because I just love the I love the Ubisoft, like, open world. Like, I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for that at this point. Mm. Like, so... I uh, I hope they incorporate some of that, but I do hope it feels different. And the vibe I'm getting is very different, so I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, you throw John Bernthal in there, it's awesome. And, honestly, it just makes me really want that Punisher game with John Bernthal as the star. But somehow I don't think that'll ever happen. It's a shame. <laughs> Such a shame. No Splinter Cell. <laughs> really disappointed that we're never going to get this game. <laughs> it's, just, it's just never going to happen. Aww. So I'm just going to have to hold myself that. Rainbow Six Quarantine. A PvE Rainbow Six, which is kind of building off of, what was it, their their breakout thing? What was it called? I don't remember the exact name of it, but PvE Rainbow Six. So basically PvE with the, the pretty great Rainbow Six mechanics. I'm looking forward to that, mostly because, again, I'm not a huge PvP guy, so I've only played Rainbow Six a handful of times, and only when it's been, like, ten of us, so that way I didn't have to feel shame (laughs) for being so bad at the game. (laughs) But PvE, I can get behind that. So that looks great. And uh, Rollerball Champions, did you guys see that one? I saw a little bit of that, and I was like, I don't know what to make of this. <laughs> it's like it's Rocket like, League for Roller Derby. It, just, yeah, it, it just looks like, like it might be a little fun. I'm like, yeah, yeah it looks I like it's going to be one of those. It. Like, I feel, yeah, I feel like Rocket League has like an almost like, I don't know, it's weird. They have like a weird like monopoly on like hyper difficult, but like really simple objective game. Like... Yeah. competitive sport like sports type games where it's like yeah. okay you're, you're just you're in a car and you hit a ball and you got to get into the opponent's net and it's like okay if you play this for like 99 hours you might actually learn like how it works <laughs> and be able to score right. it. it's like insanely simple <laughs> but like it just takes like an insane amount of skill to actually like play the game with any like degree of certainty oh yeah, yeah. i tried playing rocket league last year at pax when brian and caleb were here and because like brian's like here grab a controller we'll play together and so i tried doing it i was so 
fucking bad at it. <laughs> just like, yeah. Oh yeah. But there's like people so who are hard. like able to like control like effortlessly just like that's swoop amazing, around man. and like get the ball and like like hit it at the exact angle it needs to go and it's like ha- bleh. yeah. I'm really looking forward to watching really good roller rollerball champion players because I feel like that game will just be more entertaining than Rocket League just for what it is. Yeah, they're going for that niche market where like whatever yeah. like Rocket League, whatever that niche is for that type of game is like it's, yeah. it's kind of like the only game like that right now. And I think they're they're trying to kind of squeeze in there. Oh yeah. The other one that jumped out to me was Gods and Monsters. Did you guys see that one at all? I saw I saw the trailer for that. That looks interesting. Mm-hmm. That one looks cool cuz it's like Breath of, Breath of the Wild looking game and of course yeah, as everyone look- knows, I'm not the biggest Breath of the Wild fan and not because of the style of it. The artistic style was amazing. It was because I felt like the open world is empty. That's why I'm intrigued with Gods and Monsters because it's an Ubisoft open world. And, like, say what you will about Ubisoft Open World, they always give you something to do. Sure, it's kind of like a checklist in a lot of these games. However, there's always something to do. And because I really enjoy those open worlds and I enjoy that art style, I think this is a game that might kind of scratch a couple of itches. So I'm looking forward to that. It got a uh, 225 2020 release date. Oh, man. Oh, three days. So oh, does that, does, doesn't that sting, Matt? Uh, Matt Martinez? So I'm, talk- I'm talking to you out there, Matt Martinez. Uh, must sting. It was so close to 2020, but so far. And so lastly, the big one from Ubisoft, Watch Dogs Legion. Grandma. Taking place in London <laughs> post-Brexit. So dire instances. And I got to tell you, this is the first time I've been even remotely interested in Watch Dogs again after I didn't like the first game. I am curious, honestly. Like, that's it's a pretty neat concept. Every NPC is controllable. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Like, how are they going to pull that off narratively? I'm so intrigued yeah. at how they're going to do that. This is going to be one of those games where it's like, it's either going to be like, this is so freaking cool. Like, you have, like, it's so, like, you could do all of this stuff, or it's going to be like, is the most gimmicky gimmick it sucks like because yeah. <laughs> it's one thing to just like be able to play as everybody but like give me a reason to want to play as like other people like is it going to be like i find you know grandma helen and i'm just tearing people down left and right and i just never want to play as anybody else <laughs> so if they can kind of successfully make it so you want to switch between characters or you want to recruit new characters I think that'd be a huge win because the concept alone is stunning like the fact that you're just like yeah anybody you see you can play as to the to, to fact that like any game studio was like, let's just try to make everybody that we put in the game playable. <laughs> it's just insane to me. Yeah. So I really hope they pull it off because I think it's an amazing concept. And like I said, it's the first time I've been remotely interested in going back to the series. Cause I was pretty turned off after watchdogs one thought the story was kind of blah. And then I, I've heard watchdogs two is great, but because I really didn't enjoy watchdogs one, I never really had a desire to go back to it, you know, because there were just other games that took my attention. So Watch Dogs Legion, that's the one I'm definitely looking forward to. Got a release date of March 3rd, 2020. So another just first quarter release date. Just a ton of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But that was pretty much everything I had from Ubisoft. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to touch upon? Eh, yeah, there really wasn't much else. Just some updates for their pre-existing game right. like For Honor, Seth's Creed Odyssey. So, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of it, really. No Assassin's Creed game this year. Wow. I've gone a yeah, whole God. year, a whole year with without an Assassin's Creed game. They needed to take a year off because, like, Origins and Odyssey were, were great. And so now the, the word is they're doing a Vikings one. Take your time with yeah, that. Take, like, make a cool-ass Vikings yeah, game. It's amazing they came out back-to-back with two actually 
decent games. Really good so ones. it's like, yeah, okay, it's, just, yeah, it's crazy. Leave, just take, okay, take it easy now. They <laughs> have so had much a, talent had a good Ubisoft. Between all the studios that they have, like they really produce some pretty incredible games. So just shout out to them in general. So next we have Square Enix. I got to tell you, this conference bored me to <laughs> I, death. <laughs> Final Fantasy, got it. <laughs> yeah God. like final okay. fantasy 7 fire not, emblem hands up not a big final fantasy fan i will say the final fantasy 7 remake it does look cool like it looks like it's got exciting combat it looks, it looks like it's going to be designed to bring new fans to the genre as opposed to like kind of roping in the existing ones because i heard some existing fans are pretty upset that they ditched the regular turn-based combat yeah that's but what i've heard oh, I... I will say the combat looked great i will also say Keep an eye out on the website because Kate is going to have more articles about the Final Fantasy stuff because she's our resident Final Fantasy homie. So she'll have some in-depth analysis and all that. Final Fantasy VIII Remake, that was pretty cool, unexpected. They were just like, oh, by the way, here's this one too. Hmm. So shout out to all the Final Fantasy fans for all that. But I got to tell you, it was just like so long because they knew they had everybody with the Avengers. They knew that we all wanted to see the avengers and of course they saved it to the end and so like i'm like falling asleep i'm like oh, i gotta stay awake yeah, gotta another stay awake. like jrpg like dude final fantasy brave exvius yeah. war of the visions it's like oh, so what barely conscious like <laughs> yeah i was just like is it is it avengers time yet and finally it was avengers time we got the jet flying in Big, crazy, catastrophic event they refer to as A-Day, which basically causes the Avengers to break up. Naturally, Twitter did what Twitter does, and they were ripping apart the character models and this and that. Well, it's based and off the comics, not the fucking MCU. I know. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing, too, is, like, one of the things that kind of annoyed me with that is, like, so if they did base these characters off the MCU, and then they're doing a story that's not in relation to the MCU... You're just going to complain about that or you're just going to be like, oh, so they just ripped off, you know, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. And by the way, how much money do you think it's going to cost to use the likenesses of Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo and Scarlett Johansson for a video game? Like that's but that's the problem with like that's the biggest like sort of curse now of the MCU is that they are now inseparable. Those characters are now inseparable from like the their portrayal on screen. It's like if it's, it's not terrible. that, it's like oh, this is weird. Why is Thor like a Shakespearean like weirdo? Yeah, come hither, like, Captain America. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, it's like have you ever read Thor in yeah, the it's comics? Like, no, that's, like, just, that's, that's how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> like they use a different font style for Thor to emphasize how he speaks in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is how he is. He's a god from Asgard. Of course he's going to yeah. talk a little bit different. But, like, people were, like, ripping apart, like, the graphics, and I was just thinking, I was now, like, this doesn't look any... Honestly, it didn't really look any different than their Tomb Raider games, so I don't really know what people were expecting in terms of all of a sudden they're just going to churn out, like, you know, maybe a Spider-Man-looking game. Because it, it's... I'll sacrifice graphic fidelity for the fact that I can control all of these different Avengers and they're also going to be introducing more playable Avengers to the game as the game goes on. So, like, okay. if that costs a little bit of graphics, uh, cool, whatever. Give me all the Avengers I can play as. I'm cool with that. I mean, if I could play Devil's Advocate here. Of course. The game... <laughs> If this trailer came out in 2010, I might be impressed. 
I thought the cinematic looked like 360 level, honestly. Mm. I was like, wait, what year is it? Like, just because every single other, even, like, cheaper, like, not, like, cheaper games, but, like, even, like, some games that maybe don't have the sort of, I don't know, attention or budget that, like, you know, something right, Square right. Enix afford. Like, they still, like, have these, like, insanely good i feel like every game now has like insanely good if you're talking about like a cutscene, like a pre-rendered cutscene, scene everything looks uh, like insanely good and then like you see that and i'm like this looks almost like a cartoon but like not a cartoon so it's like bad it's it just didn't it's i don't know it was so we i just something so off about it and then yeah i mean it's so tough because like I feel like there's just been so much built up for this because it was announced a few years ago. We heard nothing on it. Mm. And that's why, honestly, that's one of the main reasons I was stunned we got a release date of May 15, 2020. I do not think this game is releasing on May 15, 2020. (laughs) I think this game will be like, I think this game at the earliest comes out holiday next year. I don't think this is going to be, you it's know, a summer release. <laughs> it's yeah. not like I, I couldn't tell if they if like the trailer did that trailer have like some gameplay in it. I want to like, say there was a, a video breakdown that showed about 22 seconds worth of possible gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Cause... So, yeah, it was all cinematic. I do think there is gameplay available to folks at E3. So I'm curious to see what people talk about in the coming days. I got to tell you, though, I, I'm happy the rumors weren't true that this was going to be like, you know, a create your own superhero and, you know, do tasks for like Tony Stark. Oh, that would have been bad. It would have sucked. I'm very happy I get to play as Avengers. So the multiplayer option too. I'm curious to learn more about that. But like the fact that on paper, it sounds like you can basically just like team up as the Avengers with your friends. Mm -hmm. That sounds really fun to me. Like if I'm, you know, Thor and one of my buddies is Iron Man and like somebody's Black Widow, like, that seems like we can Who's have some good times. Who's the poor sap that's going to get stuck playing Black Widow, though? I, you know what? I'm going to do it just to <laughs> just to be like, yeah, I can play as Black Widow. I'm Thor. Just, like, oh, she has I'm no superpowers. I'm Iron Man. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> she has no superpowers. She just kicks the shit out of people. Yes. <laughs> She's Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm still looking forward to it. I I'm very happy at the fact that they mentioned like, oh, we're going to keep adding playable characters. That's awesome to me. Like, the fact that somewhere down the line, maybe we can play as, like, Black Panther or something. Yeah, no, that's neat. Yeah. That's cool. So, it's still very cautious because, again, we didn't see much. We saw a trailer. So It just looks... We'll see. It just looks a little, like... I don't want to say... I'm not one to say, like, oh, you know, if your game has crappy graphics, you know, then that means you have... A, automatically reflects that that means that that's a crappy game. Like, I don't believe that, but there is, like... There definitely is, like a correlation that you can't ignore yeah. between bad graphics and the, the game not being good. Yeah. Cause like, even like if you like, there's almost no excuse nowadays for having like bad graphics because if you like, okay, usually if you're a student, you're like, Oh, we can't afford the graphics that like a game that these other games can do. Or like, we just don't have whatever the time, blah, blah, that, you know, resources to do that. It's like, there are indie games with like astonishingly good grit, like, you know, maybe not like on a, realism level or like a detail level where you would see in like like a triple a game but it's like it's like they can pull off like incredibly good looking games without having to like pour money into it so i feel like like it's more reflective of like a studio either just being completely like i don't know either inexperienced and or just like not 
paying attention to like what it should be yeah i think it, i think it needs some more time in the oven for sure um mm-hmm. it just reminds me a lot of all the people who were complaining about the the puddles and spider-man and then spider-man <laughs> turned out to be one of the best games of the year so it's like <laughs> i i just feel like that sometimes we get a little too anxious to just like shit on something just so we could have like the snarky funny tweet so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm gonna give them the chance to like take your time with it show me what you got in a few months and again like if it gets delayed like i think it will i'm okay with that like i really (laughs) i was pretty stunned we actually saw anything this year on Mm -hmm. it so take your time with it but like i'm just happy that we know that it's it's in the process it's actually moving so Mm -hmm. and so the last conference to talk about the nintendo direct so not even a conference it was just their direct yes (laughs) so for this yeah for this one like nothing was huge on my list that like stuck out to me for nintendo still looking forward to pokemon this year marvel ultimate alliance 3 very much looking forward to that i think that game will be just like one of those kind of like fun pick them up play a few like a few hours here and there with so i'm looking forward to that coming out in july um the contra rogue corpse like the new contra i'm stoked with that oh, there's yeah. like on <laughs> there's gonna be like online play like just playing online contra with some friends hell yeah sign me up <laughs> and then the witcher 3 it's official it's coming to switch i don't know how wow. it's gonna run but we'll see <laughs> so what were uh what were some of your big nintendo favorites so pretty much all of them um all of them. <laughs> no just kidding you know i'll if I when I get my switch, I'll probably get The Witcher three for the third time because I can play it on the go. <laughs> so fucking Animal Crossing, yes. Tom Nook, so, that son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm so excited to play Animal Crossing Lost Edition. Just kidding. Animal Crossing New Horizons comes out. Was it April? Yeah. 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 I got 20th, the I got the delay. April. Okay, but I do want to talk about that. So. In a second. I just want to say I'm so excited. It looks great. There's a lot of what looks to be new interesting mechanics. I don't have to build a bridge to cross a river anymore, which is nice. <laughs> you want a bridge? You fucking pay for it. Um, <laughs> fucking Tom, man. I'm so excited. I'm so freaking excited. I'm pumped for Pokemon. It looks great. Two new DLC characters revealed for Smash. You have the Dragon Quest heroes, and you have Banjo-Kazooie, which everyone's been vying for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had a great fake-out. I love the trailer. Shout-out to uh, Neil for predicting that in our predictions episode. ba ba so, Good job, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the biggest reveal would be at the end of the direct, revealing that there is a Breath of the Wild 2 in development, mm-hmm. which is, like, freaking insane. I'm so excited for all of these things i really just love the nintendo directs in general because they're just so positive and they just make me feel good at the end i'm like oh i love nintendo <laughs> yeah they're just upbeat yeah, <laughs> yeah they're very I wholesome just, I love them. that's they are it's like, oh, um here's some fun so games I, I wanna, on the horizon oh yes that's nice I, I want to comment on the delay of animal crossing i'm not disappointed in it because nintendo has made statements like you know we are we said the game would come out in 2019 we hope you understand it's coming out next year instead because we want to take the time to make sure it's a great game for you and they've also said they want to be able to focus on the health of their employees they don't want to push it you know we've heard all the horror stories and then some of you know how terrible devs and the workers and the game video game industry are treated and it's nice to hear that they're like, you know what, let's p- just push the release date. We know everyone yep. wants this game, but that's not what's important. Because people are going to buy when it comes out. It doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. 
It's got I, a rabid fan base. Yeah, yes, clearly. <laughs> um, I would always rather I have to wait for a game for it to be a better product and for the people working on it to like not be put under duress because I have a hard time enjoying something knowing like oh like it's really hard for me to play this game like hearing all the stuff that's come out like about like the company or the people like i don't want to enjoy the product anymore so mm-hmm. i'm i love the nintendo direct i think it was my favorite besides yeah yeah my yeah. note that i had for animal crossing was animal crossing getting delayed was expected still think tom nook is a dick <laughs> and that's Here's what i had on animal though. crossing I do love all the memes that are comparing him to like Billy McFarlane from uh, <laughs> Firefest. I think that's absolutely yes. hilarious. So I, I posted keep one those coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just keep those coming. They're fantastic. <laughs> but no, I agree. Like I just love the just the upbeat attitude of Nintendo. And um, refreshing. There were a couple other ones too, like Damon X Machina. I played that demo a little while back. It's kind of like, like you know, Armored Gundam. Core. Yeah, see, that's why yeah. I played the demo because I was like, this reminds me of Armored. Yeah, Core does it have 2, like all the customization and everything? Yeah, so it's fun. Like the combat's pretty hectic. The, the controls are really smooth. So it got a 9-13 2019 release date though. So going against <laughs> Borderlands, that's tough. And it's like weird because like feels like sure, a different crowd though. Like so yeah, yeah, so we'll see. But it's I feel like it, in terms of media coverage, it's gonna get pushed aside a little bit because of Borderlands Three. But uh, oh yeah, didn't even talk about that. Even though they like showed new stuff, I didn't even talk about it at all. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah, it's just they like... they dropped they they confirmed the rumors that they released a DLC for two to bridge the gap, and it's yes. free right now until I think July fifteenth or something. So can't wait to play that. Okay. I might have to get that because uh, I because I got the handsome collection on PS4 and I have two on the PC, so I'll have to choose where I get. Well, I can just get the DLC on both. Apparently, you can get it either. It <laughs> yeah, it's get either way. But yeah, no Luigi's Mansion. Honestly, Three. that getting announced for 2019 was a little bit surprising. Mario. I thought that might get pushed back. It didn't get a firm release date, so I still think there's a chance it might get still pushed. get pushed back. But it looks like just you know classic fun luigi's mansion like i love how luigi's whole shtick is he's just terrified all the time <laughs> so good for him he's still, he's still getting some action in the gameplay world and then link's awakening remaster looks actually really nice like i i love what nintendo's kind of doing with some of these remasters between link's awakening and then of course pokemon let's go last year yeah so i think there's a pretty cool market for that and they're doing a solid job like all the art styles are amazing oh, i know obviously the uh the breath of the wild sequel it didn't like wow me naturally that surprised but, uh, me i was like did. oh it, okay. especially because zelda like never does direct sequels so like that's another thing yeah. that's just right very the last different. sequel is like majora's mask i think yeah it was the last one that was like yeah. an actual sequel so i saw somebody tweet out there like because they said it's like an inspired you know breath of the wild 2 and they go so by inspired do you mean the world is going to be full of stuff to do or <laughs> i just have to walk slowly between camps <laughs> uh, yeah. and i was just like you get me you get me <laughs> so yeah if it gives me more to do i'll definitely pick up breath of the wild 2 eventually i'll try breath of the wild again someday i can't tell you when but someday <laughs> but yeah no I, uh, I enjoyed Nintendo's. It was a good kind of way to, like, close out the show. Because, like, they were the last, like, really big one. Like, Konami. This was the whole most hilarious thing. Konami teases, like, this big announcement. And all they do is release one of those, like, classic systems that just nobody gives a shit about. How embarrassing. It's like, see, <laughs> Konami is frustrating. Because they sit on Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania, and Silent Hills. Three of the coolest IPs 
on the planet. They do and nothing they just with it. Don't do anything with any of them. Konami is just so frustrating because, like, again, my pipe dream still remains. Just give me the Metal Gear collection on Switch. Like, I don't understand why this hasn't been done. It's a clear moneymaker. I'm not the only one asking for this. I've seen many a people out there on the tweets hollering up a storm about Metal Gear Solid on Switch, and Konami's just like, nah, we don't, we don't want your money. What <laughs> your money? Fuck. So they're 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 really just the worst. <laughs> what, what do they want? I don't. It's just... More Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I'm, I I don't hate that. Anyway, <laughs> I but... would like to say there is one showcase that was my disappointment of E3. Ooh. That was Devolver Digital. Oh really? I yeah. There was nothing new. We yeah. already knew about the Messenger DLC. It would it looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's everything I'm excited for, but it's all stuff like, like I knew about we, my name my friend Pedro. The blob looking game was like the only interesting thing to me. Oh what like the the, the, the beast whatever. It's like the flesh beast or beast, whatever. Yeah. That looks cool. Yeah. yeah. I did see something about that, but I and that, and it was never saying, like it nothing. was never like a, a confirmation of like what the game was. That does look cool. And uh, and I did think that uh Fall Guys Mm. Yes, I think that, that looks, looks really cute. I'm excited for that. If it's what I think it is, because I'm not 100% sure. We didn't see really any gameplay or anything. Yeah. But if it's what I think it is, and it's like a 99-person, like, MXC-style, like, game show sort of thing where you're just running through an obstacle course and first person you get to the fantastic. end. I think that looks really fun. Yeah. And it's a good take but, on the sort yeah. of, if like, no one call it a battle royale, but it is in the the sort of vein the of different sense. mess, like, 99 players you know last one standing or get or last one get to the end wins type of thing but you know, i was so disappointed because they did this whole shtick of like our pr person like died and now we're in her mind and it's like just show me the fucking games i don't need this story you're doing it wasn't funny and i love devolver but i was just so unimpressed i'm like you're giving me a fucking seizure with these jump cuts and like splashes I was so disappointed by it. And then I I think it's cool that they're coming out with an uh, Enter the Gungeon arcade system that you could play in arcades. That's cool. Yeah. But but I wasn't like, oh my god, like super impressed or super interested in anything. I'll give yeah. Fall Guys a shot. It looked really cute. But I just like overall I was like I stayed up late to watch this. I'm disappointed. I expected more from them. I hear that because last year's was so entertaining. And because last year's, they also talked a lot about like new things that were coming out that we didn't know about. Cause like you said, like my friend Pedro played that at PAX. Um, the messenger DLC played that at PAX. Like we all knew that was kind of coming. Uh, I will say fall guys was the, the, the star of that show. Like that yeah. game looks like mm-hmm. a lot of fun, but yeah, I, I felt like it was kind of a, it, it really just felt in line with the rest of like all the other E3 conferences where it was just like, yeah, we're all kind of here, you know? And that's, that kind of brings me to my closeout thought is like, I can totally understand. And I, I, I applaud, I almost applaud Sony for kind of ditching it this year because Sony just knew like, we have the games we're working on. We got death stranding, got the last of us two that is rumored to come out next spring. We'll see when that actually does come out, when we get some final words, we do know that it is in the final process of kind of closing out the game. So that's on the way. Ghost of Tsushima also on the way. So like Sony knows what they're working on. And then I'm sure there's a ton of studios working on next gen stuff that just isn't ready to be shown. So I'm glad that they kind of sat out because I feel like we would have just been having the same conversation that we kind of just had about devolver about them where it's like, 
yeah, we saw some stuff, but like it was all stuff we've seen before. So I, I'm cool mm. with these game studios and like developers realizing like, look, we just don't have anything worth showing you at this time. So they still managed to drum up a lot of headlines throughout the E3 weeks, though. So mm-hmm. credit to credit to Sony for staying relevant. All in all, I thought it was you know a fun few days. I thought there's a few more things to be excited about. But overall, like we've kind of talked about, there was a lot of kind of rehashing. Just like, oh yeah, by the way, like this is just a little bit more of that stuff you already knew about. Yeah, right. And and I'm cool with that. Like we got we got a lot to look forward to for sure. Between, I want to say like July through the I want to say like July through May of next year is looking pretty stacked with like a bunch of different game releases that are gonna appeal to a lot of different audiences. So everyone's 2019. Gonna add something. Yeah, 2019 mm-hmm. sneakily coming on strong is a, a good year. Cause <laughs> up until now, it's been pretty quiet. But hey, yeah. do you guys have any closing thoughts before we round out episode 84? I enjoyed watching it this year. Uh, Keanu Reeves is still my favorite thing that like, made my day. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah. You Video know. games are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Video games, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but... <laughs> Yeah, I guess it was a like it was a middling E3 for me, you know. Kind of falls yeah. right there. It wasn't like spectacular, but it wasn't like embarrassing at least. Yeah, I wasn't like cringing. Yeah. Yep. So that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. It's just it's just okay, we we got through it without any like horrific cringeworthy like disasters happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um wish you know, wish just wish there was more gameplay which is what i feel like it should be i feel like it shouldn't just be like a a trailer and hype fest sort of thing where it's just like okay you know you should be excited for this we're not gonna show you why but you should be because it's gonna be cool and look this will this looks cool so it'll be cool it's like well let me (laughs) see like i want to know why i should be excited you like play a level can play anything (laughs) just something what the game looks like yeah, because this is how this is how hype gets started, and then people get disappointed when like they actually do see the game, and it's like, yep, show us what it's supposed to look like from the get go or something. So overall, pretty much just like a run of the mill E three. This was like a, a decent. I would I'd, I'd give it a solid like B minus overall showing, just pretty average, you know. <laughs> yeah, like it got the job done. Yeah, but honestly, huge credit to all the huge credit to all the hardworking devs out there who actually did put together all of those nice montages and gameplay trailers and trailers just in general, because that stuff is just really always very very entertaining to watch. And so obviously we know there's a ton of work that goes into it. So huge shout out to all of them for allowing us to revel in some enjoyment. And before we close out the show, gonna let you guys know that. Our E3 roundup was brought to you by Evil Tim Industries. <laughs> Evil Tim Industries, now with a glaze waterfall. So you can come and glaze yourself. Come and glaze yourself. Ha! Ew! <laughs> glaze yourself at one of our NYC locations. Please remember to glaze responsibly. Or don't. We don't care. Evil Tim Industries, more work for your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Evil Tim, as always, for your, your sponsorship and your support really appreciate it thank and you thanks Mero thank for that you. wonderful ad read that he wrote in our discord <laughs> huge help <laughs> ew <laughs> <laughs> and so it is time to wind down episode 84 our e3 recap 2019 spectacular if you guys have any thoughts on e3 
from this year, give us a call at 347-509-5620. Let us know what were some of your favorite moments, what disappointed you, and what has you most excited as we look forward to the end of this year and the beginning of next. Give us a call. Let us know. We'll play it on another episode of the podcast. And so it's time to wind down episode 84. If you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode, head on over to whatever podcast service you listen to us on, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, whatever it is, leave us a like, subscribe to us, and write us a review. It goes a long way, and we appreciate the support. And of course, if you've enjoyed this or anything else we produce, head on over to patreon.com slash plus one player. And if you're feeling generous, throw us a buck or two because every single dollar you give us will go right back to the show to make it the best podcast it can possibly be. Come on and join the amazing group of supporters that we have. We'd love to have you. And so it is finally time to close out episode 84 as we've done 83 other times. We hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it for you. And as always, wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, we appreciate you and we will talk to you all very soon. I'm going to name my next like video game character Ray Tracer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's Ray Tracer, yeah. and he's a video game developer with nothing to lose. <laughs> he's fast as light. <laughs> <laughs>